time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Have an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. Stay tuned, because it's on now. The Tom Sumner Program. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. The Tom Sumner Program.
Welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program. My guest this hour is uh, co-host of the nationally syndicated home improvement radio program and podcast, The Money Pit. Um, He earned his uh, home improvement stripes as a professional home inspector, and he joins me now by phone, Tom Kreitler. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. It's nice to be with you, and happy holidays. Uh, You know, I've been wondering... Um, I've been tempted to to write a blog or something about uh, how I spent my COVID vacation, but um, <laughs> you have uh, suggested that while people are, um, for the most part, staying home, either because of state mandates or just out of uh, personal safety precautions, more people are working at home, uh, some people are uh, sheltering in place, that this is a good time to work on home improvement projects. How many people have have uh, said to you, boy, you know, I've been stuck at home for nine months. I should have been doing this. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we started to see the lines right away when COVID hit. Really? At, uh, the Home Depot and the Lowe's and places like that wrapping around the building. People couldn't couldn't get to working on those homes quick enough because they have the time. They're not commuting, right, if they're working from home. Time to put into this. Uh, In some cases, folks are not uh, spending money on things that they may normally spend money on, like going out to dinner or the movies and that sort of thing. And, you know, they're staring at those four walls and they want to make improvements. 
So we see a lot of folks that are doing painting and decorating, you know, especially as we move into winter and it gets darker. Uh, a lot of flooring projects are happening right now. Flooring uh, has come such a long way that it's, a lot of products in the flooring category are very easy DIY projects to take on. For stories and organization, you know, one thing when you can drive away from your mess every morning and not have to see it till you get home at night, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, folks are taking on those projects. And of course, in the uh, spring and summer, gardening was was big, and, and folks are also planning those bigger projects that, that maybe have been on the back burner for a long time, like kitchen and bath remodels and, and projects that uh, give you a good return on invest on investment. For example, basements give you a great return on investment. And uh, if you're going to do a basement, you know, one of the challenges is that it's cold and it's damp, and you want to make sure that the floors stay as warm as possible. So there's a product that you can add that will help you get there. It's called dry core subfloor panels. And the dry core subfloor panels are designed so that you will have an air gap between the floor and the cold, damp concrete. The air gap technology basically can be used on top of any port slab. Even if you don't have a basement, you just have a concrete floor, it's going to make that floor feel as much as 15 to 20 degrees warmer while really? against moisture and mold and mildew, and, and you'll definitely love your basement as a result, and it can become the next favorite family hangout spot. Um, Tom, what, what is the thing that prevents people from do-it-yourself home improvement projects? Is it time, money, or know-how? I think, it's, I think it's really everything you just mentioned. You know, there's plenty that you can do today uh, on your own. Uh, you just need to be realistic about working within your ability and not outside of your ability. You know, in the, in the YouTube world that we live in, you can always look up a video and try to figure out the best way to uh, take on a particular project. But you need to work within your ability and, and not ex outside of it. You know, one interesting side effect of, of all of the, in, the uh, renewed interest in, interest in home improvement is that we're hearing reports from orthopedic associations and other similar professionals about the increase in injuries from folks taking on DIY projects that maybe they shouldn't have because uh, maybe they're not properly trained or paying enough attention to that spinning saw blade or whatever they're happening or the ladder that they're climbing on and more folks are getting injured. So you've got to be careful. Yeah, I would, I would think that that's uh, definitely a concern. I know in my case, any time I've tried to do any work around the house, there are two things that I won't do, <coughs> excuse me, and that's uh, electrical and plumbing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> Those are the two I stay away from. Plumbing, plumbing you can get wet, electrical can get a lot worse, right? Um, speaking of plumbing, though, I want to tell you about a, um, a new product that's out right now that I think folks are finding very, very useful if they've had a water heater ever leak on them, you know, that can be quite a mess. Well, there's a new water heater out right now from Ream. That's called the Ream Gladiator Water Heater. And this is the first time I've ever seen this, Tom. It has 360-degree leak detection. So it finds leaks that are big or small, and, and even those that are internal or external. And then if it finds the leaks, it automatically shuts off the water supply to the water heater. So that stops the leaks pretty much cold. You'll get a little bit of leakage after that, maybe about 20 ounces. But the water heater is not going to release 40, 50, 60 gallons of water to damage you know, your home as a result. Right. They've also made these appliances smart with a Wi-Fi technology called Econet. So you can monitor 
the condition of the water heater. You can adjust temperature. You can enable a vacation mode if you're, if you're not home. And I love this other feature. It tells you how much hot water you have before you get in the shower. So you never run out in the shower, you know. If you're the third one in the family to hop in and you're thinking, huh, I wonder if it's going to last. <laughs> you could just whip out your phone and take a look. Hey, so that's, a, that's a pretty cool technology. I love this device. What happens when uh, somebody's taking a shower and someone else flushes a toilet and the water pressure in the shower goes down? What's going on there? So what's going on down there is you have an imbalance in the water flow, right? So there's a type of valve called a pressure balance valve that you use in your shower that will, that will adjust that. So in a pressure balance valve situation, you have, you have your mix of hot and cold, right? Now, if somebody flushes a toilet and uses a lot of cold water to do that, now your mix is disturbed, right? So now you have more hot and less cold, so you get scalded. And it can happen the other way, too, if maybe the dishwasher is running and the hot water starts to get more use, then you have more hot water use, so you'd have less hot water in your shower, and you'll get a, a shower shock, right, where the water turns cold. So the solution is a pressure balance valve. It keeps the mix even regardless of the pressure in either line. So you may have, uh, you know, a slightly less invigorating shower when that flush happens, but the mix won't change. More with home improvement expert and co-host of The Money Pit, Tom Kreitler, straight ahead. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Hi, this is Mark Farner, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. 
Hell, Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the bricks. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write to us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us at 810-339-8255, or contact us on Facebook. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner Program where to go. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology. Engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. The Tom Sumner Program dot com. The Tom Sumner Program From Kevin. From Kenneth. From Louie. Martavia Newman. From Marisha. Bertrand. And the Tom Sumner Program. More with home improvement expert and co-host of The Money Pit, Tom Kreitler, straight ahead. What are some of the most common uh, do-it-yourself projects that, that people will undertake? Well, I mean, certainly painting and decorating is, is, I think, probably the number one because everybody is capable of picking up a paintbrush. Surprisingly, though, there are common mistakes that are made in that space as well. For example, we often see folks that are skipping the prep steps, including priming. And they always want to get to that beautiful finished coat, but if you don't prime the walls or prime the woodwork, especially if it's an older surface, then that paint is not going to stick and it's going to start to peel off and all your hard work is going to be wasted. So painting is a big one. I'll give you a little trick of the trade to make your rooms look brighter, and that is to always use a light color ceiling paint. And you can even bring that ceiling color down onto the walls anywhere from, say, 8 to 12 inches, and that creates the illusion of, like a raised ceiling or a cathedral ceiling, then it makes the room feel a lot bigger. So a little trick of the trade there for painting. But certainly painting and decorating is a project that a lot of folks have been doing. And I mentioned flooring before because flooring today has gotten a lot easier to install. You know, we have products like EVP, Engineered Vinyl Plank, which is a snap-together flooring product that is 100% waterproof. And virtually anyone can put this in because all you have to do is to be able to, you know, cut across a 6-inch board. So if you can handle a circular saw or miter box, you can put this flooring product in. And 
I love this product. I've used it uh, in the last year. We used it in the kitchen and also in the laundry room because it's really tough stuff. And uh, it's completely waterproof, so you don't have to worry about spills and pets and that sort of thing. And it comes in a, in a variety of, of looks, I'm guessing. Oh, gosh, yeah. H- hundreds of different styles. Take a look at uh, LL Flooring Lumber Liquidator's new brand name is LL Flooring. Look at uh, llflooring.com. You can see an amazing array of, of floor products that are out there. There's something else that we're doing a lot more now than we've ever done before is cleaning. Right? We're all trying to keep our homes as clean yeah. as possible. And there's a common mistake that people make, and you may not even know about this, and that's this. If you want to fully decontaminate a surface, if you want to thoroughly clean a surface and know that you've not you've removed not only the dirt and the dust and the grease, but also any bacteria or viruses, you need to clean them first and then, dis- and then disinfect. The CDC tells us this. And manufacturers like Simple Green remind us of this. They call it CVD for short, clean before disinfect, because the germs can hide underneath that dirt. So the first thing you would do is use a cleaner like Simple Green's, Simple Green's all-purpose cleaner to clean away that visible dirt and dust and grease and food and fluids. And don't forget about areas that are underneath the toaster or the mixer or other appliances you may have on your counters. And then you can apply the disinfectant to kill the bacteria or viruses that remain. You also want to make sure you're following the instructions on those disinfectants, because all of them have what's called a contact time. Contact time means the amount of time it takes for them to actually work. So um, here's an uncomfortable thought that I learned from uh, my friend who works for Simple Green. And as you know, when you go to a restaurant and they say, well, just, just be a minute till we get your table ready, and they walk over the table and they take the old dishes away and then they spray it, they go, okay, you're good to go. Well, if they're spraying it with disinfectant, you're not good to go, because those disinfectants take between two and 10 minutes to work. So you're pretty much sitting down at a table that was almost as dirty as it, as it started, minus the visible dirt, visible food. That's interesting. I, and I, I, yeah. I've uh, experienced that where you sit down and the table's still wet. Yeah, and that's actually a good thing because that means the disinfectant is still working. That contact time needs, needs time to work. So keep that in mind. Make sure you're cleaning before you're disinfecting using good quality products like Simple Graham. I like that product because it's a single cleaner that works on hundreds of surfaces, and it's non-toxic, it's biodegradable, and it's a concentrate. So you can use it straight out of the bottle for really tough stains, or you can mix it one gallon of Simple Green and make actually 30 gallons of of a countertop cleaner. So uh, it's very affordable that way as well. You know, there are a couple of things that go on with people, especially with um, fairly large families that are stuck at home that the kids are home from school and and parents are either out of work or working from home and it it just it just seems like they're you never get anything caught up you know (laughs) dishes are piled up in the sink and um you know you talk about disinfecting surfaces you have to move things to do it and there's people around and you know it just um how can people organize in the midst of a crowd? Well, I think the secret here is to do it in bite-sized pieces. Don't try to, you know, take on the entire project at once, but break it into small sections and just have small wins, right? So if it's just a countertop and not the kitchen, you're just doing the countertop, you know? If it's just a dresser or if it's just a closet or if it's just one corner of a storage area, 
break it down into small pieces. Uh, when you take on a project like that and you feel the satisfaction of having successfully completed it, then you can take that uh, that renewed energy and, and move it to the next project as time permits. And and how about um, living space itself? Uh, you know, if people are feeling a lot more crowded in, how can people rearrange things in, in such a way to make it seem like they have a little bit more room and maybe even uh, more separation from each other? Mm-hmm. Well, we talked earlier about basement if you're fortunate enough to have a basement it's certainly a smart area to fix up because let's face it it's usually the same size as the first level of your house or right? it's a lot of untapped space there if you are hesitant to take on a basement renovation because your basement is damp uh, if it's cold you can use a product like the dry core subfloor which will immediately make those floors feel warmer if your basement shows any signs of leaking um, you can uh, work on that because most folks think it's a very expensive process to fix a leaky basement. It's actually not. The vast majority of basement leaks are caused by poor drainage. Something as simple as cleaning your gutters, making sure your downspouts are extended at least four to six feet from the foundation, uh, making sure that the soil slopes away from the house will stop the majority of wet basement problems. So I think the basement's a great untapped space. Another trick is to simply upcycle what you have. You know, moving furniture around and finding some old pieces of furniture that maybe you haven't had out. Maybe you're going to, you know, paint a lamp or a new dresser or bookcase and upcycle the things that you have. It doesn't cost you anything. And sometimes you can find some renewed um, energy and spaces by doing that. And my co-host Leslie always says to take one favorite piece and decorate around that. So if you have one favorite piece, one set of colors could be a cushion. You know, or it could be a, a couch, or it could be a table, but uh, just start with that as the core of your of your plan and decorate around it. Are there certain um, areas in the house uh, you were talking a moment ago about uh, how to clean and disinfect surfaces? But are there certain uh, high-profile areas that require more attention than maybe others? Well, I think certainly the you know the, the kitchen where we're doing our food prep. Sure. Those are two areas that, you know, that, that do need um, a lot of cleaning. But, you know, also if you're, you know, I think about my vehicle because, you know, when you get into the car and you're touching the steering wheel and the gear shifters and all those things, all those high-touch surfaces, and then the doorknobs, you know, and things like that, you should be careful to clean. You know, and, and speaking of safety, um, it's the holiday season now, but we're also moving into the fire season. A good time to think about fire safety. And and what are the uh, uh, steps that people can take? Sorry, Tom, you were breaking up a little bit. What are some of the steps that people can take to uh, increase uh, safety? Make smoke detector at least on every level of your home. Um, if you've not upgraded your smoke detector in the last four or five years, it really is time for a new one. There's a lot of new technology in smoke detectors that help. For example, First Alert has a new product out called the Connected Safety 2-in-1 Smoke and Carbon Monoxide Alarm. So not only do you cover both smoke and carbon monoxide, it's battery-operated, so there's no wiring required. And I love that it works with the Ring Alarm Security Kit and other Z-Wave home, smart home apps. So it connects to your phone. This way you're notified of any emergencies, whether you are home 
or away. And for those with older homes, I mentioned it requires no wiring, but they also inter they also interconnect with um, wirelessly. So, for example, if you have one detector and it goes off, the other detectors in your house will also go off, even if they're not in the area where the fire is. So if you think about how far we've come with technology in smoke alarms and carbon monoxide alarms, really pretty amazing what we can do today without any hard wiring whatsoever and having the increased safety, being able to notify, be notified when an issue happens like a fire or a carbon monoxide incident uh, and be able to uh, you know, just take a look at your phone and know that everything is good. I know when I moved into my place, uh, I, I wanted to check out the um, the the smoke detectors, and I was surprised to find it looked like they were hardwired in. But when I uh, uh, took the uh, the unit off the wall, I, I found that there was a little plug-in. Well, the plug is part of the wiring harness. So if it's hardwired, there's going to be a, a, a wiring harness that connects it, connects both sides of it. Um, hard wiring when it comes to smoke detectors is not like when you hang a lamp, right, and you have to strip the insulation off the, right, right. the wire, wrap it around a screw. Now there's a there's like a wiring harness that you will attach your house wiring to, and that has a plug on it that plugs into the smoke detector. So that is a hardwired unit. But but what if you wanted to add another smoke detector? Well, you would have to run more wires for that, right? So if you were to um, add wireless smoke detectors, you wouldn't have to worry about that. You could put them wherever they are, and they would completely interconnect. How? So again, if one goes off, they all go off. If there was an if there was a fire, God forbid, in the attic, you know, you would you would hear about it in the kitchen because the kitchen detector would go off at the same time. How complicated are some of the wireless systems? I see wireless uh, uh, doorbells and and. Uh, uh, porch cams, and, and uh, you've been talking about wireless smoke detectors. Um, usually, they, they, there's some support thing. There's somewhere that they're sending their signal to. Um, is it a two-step process, or do you just hang these things on the wall and they work? Yeah, not anymore. You know, when we first had smart home technology, it used to be sort of a central hub where, where a lot of the wiring would go to. In this case, everything is wireless. It's all Wi-Fi enabled. So as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection in your house, you can go big or go small with a wide variety of smart home devices. We talked about the first alert smoke detectors, the ring cameras, um, you know, any type of a, of a smart home device. There's a, there's, a, a detect, there's, a, there's a cool garage door opener device I saw not so long ago that if you were to leave your house and leave your garage door open by mistake, which all of us have done from time to time, it will alert you. But you can just add one smart home device like that and get the benefits out of it without having to invest in any type of um, sort of an underlying infrastructure to support it. As long as you have a Wi-Fi signal, you're good to go. Now that we're getting into uh, cold weather, um, are the kits to... Uh put plastic over windows and, and that sort of thing, are they really effective? Yeah, but you have to do them every year. You know, if you want to make your home more energy efficient, the first place you should start is your attic and look at your insulation. You know, in your part of the country, you ought to have at least 15 to 20 inches of fiberglass insulation in that attic. Above that, it should go well above the floor joists that are in that space. If you have a lot of storage and you have stuff on top of insulation, you're squishing it down. You're basically rendering that insulation ineffective. So 
Uh, adding more insulation is the very first thing you should do to be more comfortable. In terms of your windows, sure, if you've got a window that doesn't have good weather stripping and you can't repair that weather stripping, if you wanted to put shrink film on it, you could. There's also a um, type of uh, weather stripping that looks like it comes in a caulk gun, and it's clear, and you basically can caulk the seams around the windows uh, with this weather stripping caulk. And then in the spring, it peels off in a strip and doesn't damage the windows. The only time you want to be careful with either of those approaches is you never want to render a window that would be necessary for a fire escape to be permanently sealed shut because that would make it very difficult and not impossible to get out. You know, you mentioned uh, insulation in the attic a moment ago, and I was was imagining uh, a house I had a few years ago that had a very large attic. I mean, it was very tall between the floor and the uh, actual roof, and it was good for storage. Could um, could that 15 to 20 inches of insulation work as well if it uh, were attached actually to the roof itself? No, and here's why. Um, because you always want to put that between the conditioned and the unconditioned space. So conditioned space, by that I mean heated space. Now, if you did have, say, a finished attic with a rafter roof structure like that, and you insulated those rafters, you would only be able to make, you would have to have an inch and a half of space between the underside of the roof sheathing and the top of the insulation for ventilation. Because if you don't vent a space like that, the insulation gets wet, gets damp from condensation. And that renders it ineffective. Uh-huh. Now, because of the alternative, though, and that's, and that's spray foam insulation. We have a very old home, and we had insulation at that floor level, and we didn't use it for storage, so we didn't have enough insulation. So I opted to use a spray foam insulation. And with spray foam insulation, it's a different type of insulation system. So it's not a condition. It no longer becomes a, um, a conditioned uh, an unconditioned attic, it becomes a conditioned attic, and that means you don't have to vent it. We were able to spray the underside of the roof, right around the roof rafters. We didn't need ventilation in a situation like that with spray foam. And the home um, got much more comfortable. It was a very old home. The advantage of spray foam is that it expands to fill those gaps in those nooks and those crannies. So uh, it really is a really effective way to, to go. We have, a, we have a, an insulation guide on moneypit.com that your listeners can uh, can take a look at. And we actually tell the story of that transformation there, and I show the energy bills before and after so we can see how effective it was. The um, Have you been seeing, I don't know, trends, I guess, in projects that people are undertaking? You mentioned a lot of people lining up at uh, their, their local uh, outlet, whether it's Home Depots or Lowe's or Home Depot or Lowe's, um, is, is there a project that, that seems to be trending more than others? Well, I'll tell you right now, I was at Home Depot last night, and it's hard to find a string of Christmas lights. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing a lot of holiday decorating now that we're spending all this time at home. So, so certainly, you know, the things that make you happy and make you comfortable, I think that's what folks are are, are uh, definitely focusing on right now. And then the other things, human nature being what it is, as soon as we pay that first heating bill, we start thinking about ways to make our homes more energy efficient. And that's when we start looking into upgrading water heaters, 
and adding more insulation and thinking about furnaces and that sort of thing. What about fireplaces, Tom? Fireplaces are great for the soul, but they're lousy for energy efficiency. You know, if the fire, when the fireplace operates, it takes the heated air inside the house and it runs it up the chimney. And so it can, uh, it can lose as much energy as it creates, but it certainly sitting in front of one feels really good with that radiant heat. And, you know, you want to think of that as a, <laughs> as a recreational appliance. You know, it's fun for a little while, but it's not necessarily, uh, especially the big old ones, a way to save money on heat. Now, wood stoves, on the other hand, um, can be just the opposite. A really efficient wood stove can supply a good amount of heat that will keep you comfortable and reduce your, your, your heating costs at the same time. But a, a typical brick large fireplace that you'd have in an older house uh, is one that can use a lot of heat there inside the house to, to fuel itself. And that can be expensive because that air goes up the chimney and you've got to reheat the cold air that's coming in. And that's not just going to be the fireplace. It's going to be your heating system as well. What about the, uh, the, the covers I've seen on some fireplaces where it's, it looks like it's just a glass cover so that you can see the fire, but it actually seals up the, uh, the, the front of the fireplace. And, and I've seen them even with fans built in to blow more of the heat into the house from the, uh, from the fire. Are, are those effective at all, or is that... Uh, so, for, yeah, right. So first of all, you're talking about, there's a couple of different ways you can go with that. There's a zero-clearance fireplace, which is a manufactured fireplace that can be installed in the house much easier, of course, than a brick fireplace. And that can take its combustion air from the outside. Uh, and then you're talking about fireplace inserts that install into brick fireplaces. And some of those do have fans that help circulate the air as well. And, uh, and those can make it a little bit more efficient at the same time. So if you do have a brick fireplace in your home, that might be a good way to... Um, make it a little bit more efficient. Make it more efficient. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, that's right. But Tom, I know we're running out of time here. I just want to let you know that uh, if your listeners have questions about their own home projects, uh, they can reach us on the nationally syndicated uh, radio show and podcasts at any time simply by calling into the show and leaving a message, and we'll call them back the next time we're in the studio. So if you don't mind, I'll give out that number. It's simply 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666. Three nine seven four, and of course, you can reach us through our website at moneypit.com. And and uh, you have links and and uh, articles about uh, about different kinds of projects that people can get involved in. Absolutely, uh, there's a good search tool on that site. Uh, there's over ten thousand posts on that site. It's been a big resource for folks for many years. And I encourage your listeners to take a look at that and also to, to download the Money Pit podcast. We do two new episodes a week. You can get that at moneypit.com slash podcast. Um, one last thing, Tom, and, and that is, um, and I was, I was going to ask you about that, but you mentioned YouTube as a place to pick up some demonstrations and tips on certain kinds of projects. Are there other resources that... Uh, that people can go to um, to get ideas, for example? Maybe they don't know what to search for on YouTube. Well, I mean, I think there's just a, um, a plethora of great home improvement sites that are out there 
like ours where you'll find ideas and inspiration. But using the Internet, it's a great search tool. You know, use a Google image search if you want to see kitchen ideas. Hows, for example, H-O-U-Z-Z. I've been using that site myself in the last couple of weeks because we're getting ready to redo a kitchen. And I want to look at some different color schemes. So there's a lot of great resources out there. Just take advantage of them. Well, well Tom, thanks for having me on your program. Yeah, thanks for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it. Great. Have a great day and happy holidays. Same to you, Tom. That was uh, Tom Kreitler. He is a home improvement expert. Um, and as he mentioned, he is a co-host of the... Uh, Let's see, where, where did I have it in my notes here? Oh, yeah, of course. He is a co-host of the nationally syndicated home improvement radio program and podcast, The Money Pit. He's also the author of My Home, My Money Pit, Your Guide to Every Home Improvement Adventure. Um, he uh, kind of got his home improvement stripes as a professional home inspector with... Uh, over 20 years' experience learning how houses are put together and how they fall apart. Anyway, that was uh, Tom Kreitler. We'll have more of the Tom Sumner program. TomSumnerProgram.com TomSumnerProgram.com Hello there, citizens. Darkwing Duck here. And every time I'm in Flint fighting crime, I always stop by the Tom Sumner program. Don't forget, stay dangerous. Darkwing Duck out. We want to say hello. We want to see you smile. We'd like to sing some good old Christmas songs. With songs about Osetta and his reindeer sleigh. And gee, I just can't wait until it's Christmas Day. We're gonna set you wise. We love to harmonize. And if we had our way, we'd never stop. We'll say hello. We'll see you smile. And we'll sing some good old Christmas songs. We'll say hello. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call The X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. 
The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hi, this is Tom Bodette from Manger 6. We know you've been traveling a lot this holiday season, and you've probably been told there's no room at the inn. Well, that's just not the case here at Manger 6. Why, for just 29 drachma, we'll put you up in a warm, comfortable stable with plenty of fresh milk for the newborn. There's even individual stalls for your mules, camels, or whatever you happen to be driving across the desert. And in case unexpected visitors decide to drop in on you, shepherds, wise men, holy ghosts, it's not a problem at Manger 6. There's plenty of frankincense and myrrh to go around. This is Tom Bodette from Manger 6 reminding you, there's always room at this inn. We'll even leave a star out for you. What do comic books have to do with Susan B. Anthony, Stormy Daniels, and Congressman John Lewis? Find out New Year's Eve 2020 on the Tom Sumner Program. Author Mark Schulman talks about comic book biographies of Walt Disney and Susan B. Anthony. The creative team from Tidal Wave Productions talk about a new comic book series called Stormy Daniels' Space Force. Plus, former congressional aide Andrew Aiden talks about developing a three-part comic book series about the civil rights movement called March with Congressman John Lewis. The Tom Sumner program continues our look back at 2020 with comic books for New Year's Eve, streaming live from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com, repeating online all day and night, simulcast on 92.1 FM in Flint at 9 a.m. and p.m. Happy New Year from the Tom Sumner program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. And now here he comes, Tim Allen. Hey, Nice to see you. I'm having a pretty bad week. I just got back from a kind of a family reunion, and I got seven brothers and two sisters, and I realize now, and I'm, I hate to admit it, but men are pigs. Men are just pigs. You women will agree, right? Men are pigs, right? 
Yeah, it's just too bad we own everything. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. My mom raised seven boys, two girls. She always called us pigs, you little pigs. You little red-butted primate little monkey pigs. All you do is poop and eat around here. That's all you do. Don't speak to your mother. You grunt like the pigs you are. My mother figured that's how men should talk. <laughs> it's true. You don't think your old man grunts? Give him a steak. Honey, you like that? <laughs> My mom said the only reason men are alive is for lawn care and vehicle maintenance. <laughs> oh, is that true? Yeah. I know it's true. I got a new lawn tractor. Yeah. yeah. Got the John Deere 160. Oh, yeah. yeah. 11 horse twin cylinder. <laughs> 42 inch blade rear bagger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got headlights in case I want to mow it at night. I have that option, yeah. My mother said men aren't men until they can find their way to Sears by themselves. That's my store, Sears. Oh. Past all that Kenmore stuff. Come on. Right to that craftsman tool department. Oh. I walk in there and my nipples are rock hard. <laughs> They're beautiful. I can buy stuff I don't even need now. Yeah. I got a gear puller. I got no idea what that thing is. Oh, yeah. But it looks good on my pegboard. Oh, 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 oh. That's the altar to a man. Oh, oh, oh. Three grand worth of stuff you'll never use, right? And the real pinheads will outline their tools. I know where that baby goes, right there. And don't you touch that claw hammer, honey! You can get real weird tools, though, you know. These workmen are working on my house. I get that, they, those will be big brassy things. Like, oh, what's that thing? That's a power stapler, sir. Oh. Well, I need one of those all of a sudden. Yeah. 238 bucks later. <laughs> I'm out stapling phone books to my brick wall. <laughs> the weird trouble you get in is that home shopping thing. Oh. <laughs> Tools from hell on this show. I don't know. I always get sucked in a good salesman, man. Eliminate the worry, folks, of sharpening scissors at home. Oh. <laughs> Honey, forget about that check to Ethiopia. Here's a major problem here. Six to eight weeks it shows up, you know. It's got that, all these instructions. It says attach firmly to a workbench for stability. Uh. I don't have a workbench. But I think we all know where I could buy one. <laughs> There's more for your life at Sears. I popped out Sears, got the 164 cubits workman shot me craftsman area. <laughs> Four foot bench, 800 pounds, came in a box, yay big. <laughs> Kid, you didn't read the circuit or there's some assembly required with that unit. Oh no. I didn't have any tools. Where am I going to buy tools? Sears! Sears! 
<laughs> I had to buy some tools that day, too. I didn't want to make two trips, so I rented a rider truck. I backed up Sears. I bought some tools, boy. I got needle-nose, vice-gripping monkey mothers. Boy, I got three-quarter driving, socket-pulling, flex-my-head steel tubing. Got wire-gripping, hot glue, you boy, circular bandsaw, jig, rip-cut, cross-cut. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I bought some tools, boy. I got tools that fix tools. I got very tool in me. And I got plenty of duct tape. You gotta have the duct tape. You got to have the duct tape. Yeah. If you can't fix it, duck it. That's what I... <laughs> yeah, cured that little problem with the dog right away. <laughs> but that some assembly required to hurt you or a loved one. My mom gave me a gas grill for my birthday. I got the Sunbeam 3300. Oh. It's got rotisserie, dual burner, fold-down redwood serving areas. <laughs> Looked like a car bomb in that crate, though. Butane hoses and tanks and fittings. Oh. I took a shot at it. Looked pretty good. Ever finish something, and, but you still got a bag of real important-looking parts left over? Hey, honey, why don't you try the grill out first? <laughs> you should have seen the flame come out of that hood. <laughs> honey, stop running around like that. You're just making those flames grow on you like that. You didn't burn that meat, did you? This must be a fuel regulator of some sort. I don't think it's supposed to spray in the hair like that. Guess I don't need to tell you, though, do I, huh? <laughs> Women are always mad. Burn her head, she's always mad at me. Always getting stuff dirty. I just washed that for her. look what you did. Oh. Why don't you wash the floor for once? I pull out the hose, what's so tough about that? Everywhere you go, you make the house dirty. Oh yeah. That's how I mark territory. I, I, Why don't you clean the house for what? Gives me that Eureka Upright 1200. <laughs> What's a headlight for in that thing? <laughs> Shut the lights out. Let's scare the cat. <laughs> no power in those vacs. Same bobby pin. <laughs> Never think of picking it up. No, no. That's the vacuum's job. You'll fiddle with it with your foot a little bit. Pick it up, look at it, put it back down. There is no power in these vacuums. So I rewired it. I had this old Buick V6 out in the garage. But she loves me. She gave me the best gift a woman can give a man is that big tool belt. Got that big cowhide tool belt. Got two cordless drills hanging low. Oh, I'm wired up walking around that house. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Come on, Betty, break some. <laughs> You've been a lot of fun. I'm Tim Allen. Thank you very much. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. Beats on the check. Hey, we want to present these bucks to our governor. 
Hey, Grinch! Throw them bumps on her face, cause that's Big Grinch. We ain't even about to stretch, we got Big Grinch. You can find her in the press, under Big Grinch. Fresh in a new dress, yeah, that's Big Grinch. Throw the bumps on her face, cause that's Big Grinch. We ain't even about to stretch, we got Big Grinch. At all. You can find her in the press, under Big Grinch. Fresh in a new dress, yeah, that's Big Grinch. Come on. Big Grinch and this bitch playing no roles. Excuse all the cussing, that's just how I get my flow on. If you wanna leave the state, you can stay gone. But right now, Big Grinch said stay home. All that protesting was irrelevant. Big Grinch ain't trying to hear y'all or the president. How we gonna take orders from a non-resident? Talking about it safe, but he ain't coming with the evidence. Big Grinch got him shook now. When it's all over, you invited to the cookout. When it's all over, you deserve to get took out. Big Grinch with the bucks on, on the lookout. And she doing it for Michigan, so when she hit the stand, everybody should be listening. She on that pair of bucks with the ice and them glistening. On behalf of the whole Detroit mission. Throw them bumps on her face, cause that's Big Grinch. We ain't even about to stretch, we got Big Grinch. At all. You can find her in the print, under Big Grinch. Fresh in a new dress, yeah, that's Big Grinch. Big Throw them bumps on her face, cause that's Big Grinch. We ain't even about to stretch, we got Big Grinch. At all. You can find her in the print, under Big Grinch. Fresh in a new dress, yeah, that's Big Grinch. Big Grinch. Tom Sumner Program.com The Tom Sumner Program.com Hi, I'm Alexander Zonjic. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Tom Sumner.